that's not what I wasn't I wasn't aware how real the like post I just started working out sleep was and yeah. I woke up well first off I was gonna go see a quiet place today a quiet place too I mean I was like mm-hmm. oh that's a, that's a, let me go see that let me take this hour nap at three o'clock because I've been up since I've been basically on an overnight schedule so I've been up for forever I'm like let me get this little let me get this little nap in I'm gonna see a quiet place. It was I was like I said it on four, but I got caught up on the internet, like trying to fall asleep, and then I fall asleep until like four. It's like mm, that's out, so I went to sleep, and then I woke up. I had really deep dreams too, bro. I had a dream that we did a two K team up, but it was like NBA Jam. I don't know why. It was like NBA Jam style, so we were like playing two on two online, and like I was Jokic and you took Kobe, and we were running a two man <laughs> game. I'm like, this is a nasty duo, though. That's a so we're playing team. against other people? Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It was a lot. It was a lot going on there. It was kind of <laughs> crazy. But that was a dream that I had. And then you had texted me, and I texted you back. And then I remember texting you back. And then you were like, I fell back asleep for another, like five minutes. And then I had to go dream about Guardians of the Galaxy for some reason. Mm. And then I woke up. And you were like, you ready to record? I'm like, oh, it's eight. Oh, it's eight twenty. Oh, excuse me. If I didn't read that message, I could have slept till ten. I really could have slept till ten, bro. I'm not even gonna lie to you. No, I expect. I was waiting for a text message at ten. Be like, hey man, I'm. <laughs> yeah, I know how it goes. I know how it goes with me. Like when I'm when I'm out, like I was texting me, oh crap, I'm finally up. <laughs> I started. I started mentally preparing myself. I was like, all right, Levi, just stay up. We'll be up for a little bit. <laughs> It'll be a long night. Yeah. Be a long night. <laughs> right, but not nah, nah, I'm here though. I'm here though. But yeah, uh working out was fun today. Um he was like setting everything up. And he was like, well, it was a smooth day, right? Because mm-hmm. first off, everybody was at Planet Fitness this morning. I guess it's because they wanted to go um um work out before they went to eat all the foods that they were gonna eat today. Yeah. But he was like, he was like, Yeah, we're just gonna figure out your maxes. And he did the Thibodeau to me that we talked about. Yeah, we're gonna get the blood flowing. Like yep. We're gonna do, do a 10 minute treadmill on the high incline on three. We're gonna do like half a mile. I'm like, huh? That's that's getting that gets the blood flow. That's how we start. Oh, yep. <laughs> understood. All right, then. So we do that. That went better than I expected it to go because I haven't been on a treadmill in a very long time. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't know if I was going to you know, die or not, but that went better than I expected. You know, we're having a good conversation catching up. That's the homie. So, you know, it's cool catch up with the homie. And then uh, we did, went to the weight stuff. We showed me like some some what's it called the the back kick thing. I be seeing on TV where you like put your knee on the thing and then you. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. You show me how yeah, yeah. It's like butt rows, pretty much. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah we did that. Then we showed me some curl exercises and stuff like that. I didn't know how how deep the the workout bag was. I thought a lot of stuff was just for show that they be doing because it looks like it's just for show. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's just showing. Like, is that doing anything? It looks yeah. like it's just being extra. But apparently it all means something. So, mm-hmm. you know, respect to all of you. Um, except for the one dude who was standing by the squat rack, but he was dancing for 10 minutes before he did an actual squat. I feel like yeah. my man was trying to hype himself up. I know what's mm-hmm. going on, but he was standing there for a minute. He kind of like Israel Adesanya in the face. He was standing there. He was literally dancing. We're like, what's up? My, what's up? What's up? Man's over here. Man's is wilding. Yeah. You know, but then he finally actually did something. Like, oh, good for him. Okay. <laughs> yes, he did something. Good for you. you know I see saying? a lot of wild um, things at gyms. You do. You, you, you can go do. to gyms, you just do. people watch. I, it's a, it seems like great people watching place, honestly. 
I think oh, the yes. best people out there places right now in the Grange are probably the gym and cookout drive through late at night. Yeah. Getting that later. Waffle House. Yeah, Waffle House too. Waffle House yeah. too. Waffle House had the cops that had the cops uh, Saturday night just hanging out yeah. just in case. Friday and Saturday. So yeah, then we did the bench thing, which I've never I've never been for the rest of my life. I've never been over there. That was new. Mm. I'm sorry, Joel B left the game with, with knee soreness. It's currently it's sixty-one to sixty. Yeah, and says so ruled out due to right knee soreness. Jesus, this season, this season has ruined everybody. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe it's like we, we'll get through this game or we'll go back to Philly and then we'll handle this later. If the, Buc- if the Wizards get one, they just get one. Maybe that's the mindset, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, or that, oh yeah, we did the bench press thing, you know. That was fun because, you know, you feel strong when you bench press. I don't know why. It just feels like a strong activity. I don't. That's why I'm, I have a bird chest. So it's like my weakest, my weakest area. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how strong my mom was. We maxed we met he just he wanted to get my maxes today to see where to start and then where we're gonna go from. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was like, oh, okay, I struggle with that one, but I got it up, so we're gonna stop there. And they put another up there. Like, oh, we're still going. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one more. <laughs> we got that. Yeah, one exactly. More. Right, right. So then we did, you know, did that, freak my max out. Um I'm just gonna be open because I plan on keeping this up and I'm the I max I max out at 95. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. He said he said 195. So I'm like I'm. He said 195. I'll ask So I'm gonna tell people I'm saying 195. You said it already. So that's the <laughs> I'm saying 195. It's too late. You said it. That's that's where we at. 195. That's where I started at. Yep. Start 195 day one. You know, <laughs> go up from there. See if we can be better. <laughs> hey, if this makes you feel better, yeah. I bet you right now I could walk into Planet Fitness, Fitness tomorrow and probably not even do 95. Like that's how, when I was at the peak yeah. of my working out, you're supposed to like mm. do your body weight. That's supposed to be easy. Right. You're supposed to walk in yeah. and do your body weight. Like mm. back when I went three, four months hard grinding, I got just like five or 10 pounds above my body weight, which I was gaining a lot of weight oh, yeah. in the process, but yeah. Right, right, right. So uh, never been very successful at it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So he did that, and then so everything was smooth, you know what I'm saying. Then we did the last stuff. He showed me some. We did like this thing with the rope thing where you pull it down. We did that a little bit. Some of those pull down thing. Like, okay, this is cool. This is cool. And then see toward the end of it, he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do some ab stuff." I wasn't tripping on the ab stuff until he said, "I'm gonna do two thirty second planks." I'm like, oh, you said two. The planks, that's seconds, the easy stuff, bro. That's the easy stuff. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it is not. That's <laughs> the worst activity. <laughs> I was doing that. And that's when I started feeling everything. I wasn't feeling, I was feeling high until then. Mm-hmm. And then the plank came. I was like, mm, this is 30 seconds of a long time. You should have made you done six inches. That's the worst one. That sounds terrible. Don't you know that one? Is. That's where you lay on your back and then you just put your feet up oh, yeah, in the I've air. Seen. Yeah, straight yeah. six inches above the ground. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. keep that in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep that. In my life. So, yeah, <laughs> I was good till then. Once those came, I was like, mm, "This is, this is, I don't like this at all." Yeah, but it's cool though, because the game plan. You said we're gonna put muscle on, then we're gonna tone it down. So I'm like, "Cool, that'd be that'd be lit." So I have the muscle first, then we'll fix the get the rest of it figured out. Yeah, but yeah. 
Yeah, I'm getting the whole workout thing together because my plan is to get this part and then I'm going to get the, the combat part of it. So, you know, I have the look that I can defend myself and mm-hmm. then I have the skills to defend myself with it. So uh, you're just going to lose on all accounts. You know what I'm saying? Don't think I just had these muscles and then you can just, you know, come up like, hey, you look strong. Let's fight. No, no. I'm had the, I'm had the skills to punch <laughs> in your face really hard. Start doing the MMA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the boxing gym here. Yeah, I learned that um, yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it. I heard of them like, it's LeGrand, so you always got to be half skeptical of anything here. Yeah. But yeah, he actually had somebody actually that he knew actually brought it up today. I'm like, oh, for all words, that place is legit. Yeah, now I'm about to go. So yeah, that's the next I've never seen yeah. of or heard of this boxing gym until when I was in college. And one of my frat oh, yeah. brothers got into a verbal altercation with another uh fraternity brother from a different fraternity and the other guy was like uh talking about how he spars and he was like we can go to the boxing gym right now if you want and i was like wait hold up we got a boxing gym and then so then that's when i learned (laughs) that's the thing bro people don't understand and i i stress this on this program we sit the Oklahoma video you don't know who knows what leave people alone oh no i'm Anybody taking money on my boy 2020 i was i was putting money on my boy either way because he's one of those two he's one of those you don't know what you're getting into oh until he, he you got get into it. too yeah i mean he's thick okay, like he's so big yeah, it's but the- uh he's short mm. he's shorter than me but i, I saw that dude take oh, okay okay five haymakers to the face and a two-point stance and ask for more Oh, okay. He's one of those types. If you get drunk enough, thing. he is. Don't. Oh, okay. See, yeah, that, that's that's different. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's not. The, I want to understand. Do not just be out here trying to fight regular people. You don't know what who knows what. Yeah. I seen a video the other day of of dude like dude trying to fight this dude. See if he was fighting them ass, and dude was like, "You still want to run? You try to run it." That dude hit him with a sweeping leg kick, took him off his feet in half a second. I'm like, see, you don't know who be knowing stuff out here. You don't. Because they take your leg from you now. Because somebody does that to you, you already lost. Because you are behind. Because you have no counter for that. Yeah. He's kicked you. Now you're on the ground like, oh, you know how to do that. Mm. Let's rethink this whole situation. Let's recalibrate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you don't know who knows what. Just relax. But yeah, so that's that's Workout Tales, episode one. <laughs> he told me I can eat popcorn. So that's what really counts. I didn't nice. lose popcorn out of my diet. So that's what's really important. That's the most that's important good. thing about this. Yes, yes. I, I did think lose French fries. You gotta lose but French fries. I am losing French fries. Um, Unless I, you know, work it all off, which I'm not gonna do that. I wouldn't do that. I already know I wouldn't do that. So <laughs> he should have you, are you on a high calorie diet. Uh, he said, no, no. He said that uh, um, take protein is a good calorie. Trying to keep calorie count not too high, keep it all balanced. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. So, getting on that. You know what I'm saying? I got some smoothies to drink. You feel me? We're gonna be good. We're gonna be good though. Yeah. The good thing is I'm doing it Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So like my whole work week isn't affected. Just like two days of work. Well, I'd be oh, that's good. More terrible than I usually am. Yeah, I'm more useless than I usually am at work. Well, I'd be like, I don't have to mail it in like I normally do. It would, it would be mailed in naturally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> but yeah, yeah, man. It's, it's fun though. But yeah, for sure. How's your week? Uh, straight. The little half day today. Little half oh, Memorial Day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love a good half. A good half day of anything is nice. Like when it's just half a day at work. Yeah. Like, you feel good. You feel like, oh yeah, I'm leaving early. Anyway, who cares? Oh, the those, yeah. is different. That I'm leaving. That I get off. That I get off early. Energy is different. <laughs> it's a different person. No, it really that and is. The, that and the I got vacation after this day is just a different. Oh yeah. Who cares? None of it matters. None that of it true. matters. Yeah, that's a fact. But yeah, man. Um, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to not the experts weekly into see what I did there into uh, N-T-E-W. Uh, two, two I don't is know what the two is Wednesday. for what's the two for T-E-W so Wednesday not the experts weekly I mean uh, weekly not Wednesday yeah weekly into in like two. from Baltimore like from Baltimore shout out to Baltimore one time <laughs> that's what the Baltimore accident would be the most random thing in the world it's such it doesn't a random make sense. accident. Yeah. It doesn't. Like, where did it come from? Well, it's like a conglomeration of southern accent and yeah. northern accent. Maryland's a weird place because Maryland really feels southern in a lot of ways. Baltimore specifically really feels southern. I've never uh, been out there, so. Yeah. Q is from Baltimore, and he's like, yo, like, we rock with the south so much in Baltimore. It's weird. Like, like T.I.G.Z., all those guys are, like, loved up there. Like, they're from there. Yeah. And then, you know, they got fish, they like to eat fish and grits because, you know, they got all the seafood anyway. So. Yeah, do you know who Ryan Sickler is? I think so. Yeah, the, name, a, the name doesn't sound unfamiliar. Yeah, he's a comedian. But um, I when I first heard him, I thought he was from the Deep South, but apparently he's just from Baltimore. So <laughs> Yeah, man. It's, it's a weird. We're really, we're really cousins. Yeah. <laughs> really cousins somehow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we are here. What are we talking about today? What we got going on? <clears throat> well, we got NBA playoffs first. Well, we got mm-hmm. NBA playoffs, but I got two topics before that. I guess big news we could hit on. Okay, okay, bet, bet, bet. Number I one, touch on Naomi Osaka. Oh no, that's yeah, it. That. Oh Naomi, sweet, Naomi sweet. Osaka. So mm-hmm. for those who don't know, or the big news today, she withdrew from the French Open. And she said last week, going into the French Open, that she will not be doing media days and she will just be taking the fine for mental health reasons. So she got her fine, but there's also, if you look within the finer text of these contracts, um, she wasn't just subject to the fine, but also due to uh, possible expulsion. And yeah, they kick her out. Yeah, so she didn't do her first one, and they pretty much gave her a warning, like, hey, we get it, but now you got to do it, <laughs> or not, we're yeah. pretty much going to kick you out of the tournament. And so before right. they kicked you out, she pretty much just said, no, I'm not doing it anymore. And so that was today. So, Titus, what are your thoughts? Yes, sir. Um, first off, do you think they actually would have kicked her out? Glad though. Um, No, I mean, I, it, it might have just been blowing smoke. Yeah, I don't think that yeah, actually I feel would like, Yeah, because I'm like, in the individual sports, the personalities matter who who can bring in the ratings. If Phil Mickelson just got an extent, he's got a pass to make it to the uh, to the Open, yeah, to the U.S. Open, he's got a pass back to the U.S. Open. They're not kicking down, they'll sock out the tournament, dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be an issue. But um, I want to read her statement. That's okay. So I want yeah, to go ahead. Full context of everything. Yeah. 
So Naomi's statement, she said, hey, everyone, this isn't the situation I ever imagined or intended when I posted a few days ago. I think now the best thing for the tournament, the other players, and my well-being is that I withdraw so that everyone can get back to focusing on the tennis going on in Paris. I never wanted to be a distraction, and I accept that my timing was not ideal and my message could have been clearer. More importantly, I would never trivialize mental health or use the term lightly. The truth is I've suffered from long bouts of depression since the U.S. Open in 2018, and I've had a really hard time coping with that. Anyone that knows me knows I'm introverted. Anyone that has seen me at the tournaments will notice that I'm often wearing headphones as that helps dull my social anxiety. Though the tennis press has always been kind to me, and I want to apologize, especially to all the cool journalists who I may have hurt. I am not a natural public speaker and get ways of thing and get huge waves of anxiety before I speak to the world's media. I get really nervous and find it stressful to always try to engage and give you the best answers I can. So here in Paris, I was already feeling vulnerable and anxious, so I thought it was best to exercise self-care and skip the press conferences. I announced it preemptively because I do not, I do feel like the rules are quite outdated in parts, and I wanted to highlight that. I wrote privately to the tournament apologizing and saying that I would be more, more than happy to speak with them after the tournament as the slams are intense. I'm gonna take some time away from the court now, but when that time is right, I really want to work with the tour to discuss ways we can make things better for the players, press, and the fans. Anyways, hope you all are doing, hope you're all doing well and staying safe. Love you guys. I'll see you when I see you. Um, so naturally I'm a huge Naomi Osaka fan. I mean, who's not? She's awesome, right? Like she's really awesome. Uh so when the story came out, because I didn't know about, I found out, I think Saturday is when I found out about it. And I was reading the athletic about it, because that, that's that's when things when the fine star, and they were like, Oh, this can get this is what can happen with her doing this. And I think um, some of the things where people thought she was mad with the media was why I think her, her note to me, like contextualized things in a very strong way. And I think it was very, I think it was very good. She had everything she needed to hit on, especially like, cause I guess the media was feeling like, like some media was like, I don't know when she got mad at us, what she got mad about. Cause we were speculating she got mad about something cause she lost in a tournament a few weeks ago. She wasn't supposed to lose in. Like, oh, maybe she got mad about that. But I like her saying, look, it wasn't really a media thing. It's really just me. Um, Naomi Osaka is, I want to say, 20... Is she even 23? She's 23. She is 23. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was going to get. So, like, she's she's mad young. She's been in the spotlight since probably... She was under 20 when she beat Serena that time, I believe. Right? Something like that, yeah. Serena, she's really and, young. Yeah, Serena had the... Yeah, Serena had the, had the, the incident in that mm. tournament where... <laughs> I love Serena so much. She don't hold back. <laughs> she doesn't, bro. When, Serena, when Serena's annoyed, it's just yeah. over with. Serena, Serena is sick of it. But she had that meltdown. And, like, you still remember that affected Naomi a lot. Like, Naomi felt a way about that. Like, she was she was really sad after that. So I could see. Um, I think people underestimate the aspect of doing media and big media like that. Like, if you're not a public speaker, and even if, like, Athletes aren't natural public speakers a lot of times either. Like you can tell some of the interviews are super dull. Like she tries to give good interviews and everything. People get, I think people underestimate the aspect of just doing that constantly, especially if you're not used to it and you're young and you're still figuring it out a lot about you and they got you in these spotlights that, I mean, she's well earned the spotlight and everything. It is part of the game. But it's also like, you know, I just need a break because maintaining, especially in an individual sport where it's not really a lot to lean on, like you got to be on all the time. Mm-hmm. It's a big spotlight, and I think I can understand why she struggled with that. And a lot of young people, man, just struggle with that in general. Mm-hmm. Really not, bro. Like young people just struggle with mental health and that type of stuff, and that pressure of being such a dynamic athlete and trying to be the best in the world. It gets to her. So I, I appreciate her message. I appreciate, I appreciate that she backed out of the tournament instead of making it a thing. Because like, 
she could have made this a thing, but she clearly didn't want to. I do think, like, when she says preemptively announced, I think it's just, like, being young and impulsive, like, yo, I'm just not going to do media mm-hmm. and not really worry about it. But, but I think her backing out, to me, was was the right thing to do. Just take some time to yourself, instead of, especially if, because you can't play your best tennis like that. You can't. With that's hanging over, you should probably want to play your best. So it's like, let me just get out the way and let them have it instead of the storyline being me. So I, I appreciate what she did. And I'm, I'm praying for her and hoping she gets through it. Yes. So I agree with you. I think that was the best move for her to make was to back out. And so as I've been thinking about this throughout the day and yesterday too, when it started gaining, gaining more traction and I yeah. was getting time for us to record or getting close. So uh, right. I knew to throw this in. So I've been thinking about it since last night, but um, really before she backed out of it and before she came out with my note, my solution would have been, Hey, Naomi, it kind of sounds like you're in a mental state right now where you should probably just back away from the game of tennis. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, I get the whole media pressure and I find it a little odd and I'm not questioning her mental health at all. And I'm not questioning her, you know, not being a public speaker. I would just, I find it a little odd just because like she's been in the spotlight for a while now. I want to say since she was 14, 13, all over. Yeah. Yeah. So I would, would like to think that she, she's become a little bit more comfortable with it. Another wrench was kind of thrown in this whole ordeal over the weekend with, I don't know if you saw her, what her sister Maya posted on Reddit, which was, um, no. Yeah. So while everybody was out here throwing all these, uh, you know, skepticisms or yeah, oh, is yeah. she mad at us, blah, blah, blah. Well, Maya right, right. put up on her Reddit that she believed that kind of going along with the mental thing, but she was saying she thinks her sister's going through a lot of, uh, she's has a lot of lack of self-confidence right now because apparently she sucks on clay courts. Like, that's just what it oh, is. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. the French Open is the biggest clay court clay, tournament yeah. there is. And she's never yeah. made it past the third round. So, but her sister, that gained a lot of traction. And her sister went back and deleted the post and then apologized. She was like, oh, I probably shouldn't have posted this. But probably shouldn't have. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's the response to the face. Yeah. She says, to the fa- oh. yeah. She said, oh, I realize I probably just made things worse. I shouldn't have posted this. But yeah. I think there's some truth in that, but I mean, like Naomi stated, she's been dealing with some, you know, depression since the 2018 U.S. Right. Open. Look, I don't. I don't get how the whole media thing's outdated. I get it. We just hear nonsense and really like half the questions don't make sense. So they're stupid and none of us really watch them. But at the same time, it's just an obligation. Like when no, I think saying the policies are outdated, not to me, the policies that the French Open specifically have are outdated. Thanks to what you're are you saying, mind. like speaking to the media? I guess probably the rules about speaking to the media, how much and when you have to do it. I think that's what you're saying. Not the media per se, but like just the policy. Well, that's what I meant. The policy. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I meant. Just, that's what you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the act of doing it. Um, look, it's hard when you're talking about mental health because I get it. Like, I, you know, I really do get it. But at the same time, I don't mm-hmm. get it when I see that you made $53 million last year and you just got to speak a few words. Just give them man. Money the does not make that want. stuff easy. I know. Look at all the <laughs> all the musicians, all the best, all the musicians who are depressed, all the like uh, everybody. You know, it's just depression hits anybody, dog. Yeah, That's why we no, exactly. At the yeah. same, but at the same time, if you want to be real, real, at the same time, have a hard time. Uh, oh man, like if I was drawing in fifty million dollars a year, 
okay, I could suck it up and do something like I don't want to do. It's not mental health. Mental health is not a suck it up thing, though. <laughs> See, I got to understand. Like, depression okay, yeah, is not yeah, a, I get that. Suck it I'm up saying going life. forward. It's not. I'm saying, but I'm saying going forward, like, I, w- I just hope she reaches out to somebody she really looks up to, maybe somebody else who's a big celebrity, tennis player, other type of major athlete who also absolutely dreads public speaking or, you know, find a way to cope with it. Because like you said earlier, just because you're an athlete or a professional athlete doesn't mean you're a professional speaker or professional public speaker. But at the end of the day, pretty much everybody's gone through it. And those who sucked at the beginning or hated it, I'm sure they've learned to deal with it and have gotten better at it. So I'm just saying moving forward, I would rather her just like try to embrace it and be better at it and work at it than just say nix the whole thing altogether and try to lead this, oh, no more media before and after stuff, whatever. Said a lot there. I'm trying to figure out how I want to start it. Oh, first I want to play Serena Williams clip about this. <laughs> I'm to get Serena Williams. The I want to get the Queen's voice. I feel like uh, I wish I could get. The only thing I feel is that uh, I feel for Naomi. I feel like uh, I wish I could give her a hug because I know what it's like. Like I said, I've been in those positions. We have different personalities, um, and people are different. Not everyone is the same. Um, I'm thick, you know, other people are thin. So um, everyone is different and everyone handles things differently. So, you know, you just have to let her handle it the way she wants to in the best way that she thinks she can. And um, that's the only thing I can say. I think she's doing the best that she can. Was that Serena this weekend? Yeah, she said that like today, I think. Today, okay. Yeah. Shout out to the Queen, Serena Williams. Forever my queen. My queen. And John Snow voice. My queen. My queen. Um, but yeah, I think, like I said, she's she's 23. And burnout is a real thing. Like burn, I think it's more burnout than anything. Like on top of on top of depression, thing. it's like being burnt out. And then like super introverted people who are in the spotlight do not like being crowded by anybody at all. Mm-hmm. I don't like crowds. Like I'm regular introvert. I don't like crowds at all. I don't like yeah. big gatherings. I don't like loudness. I just like to be like being, I like it when I want to like it. I need to be in that mode for it. And like, if the mode comes at the wrong time, it's like, <sighs> she can't just take a nap through, through the, through the turn. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'll just take a nap. I'll just stay at home. She can't just, she, you know, she gotta at least go try it. But salute Naomi, get it. I hope she gets right. And like, I think, like I said, once again, she's super young. So I think she has a lot, she can figure it out. She can get better with it. But like, the announcement, the announcement she even said it was premature. She probably preemptively did it. She probably thought it was for the best at the time, but then it just made things worse. She didn't expect it to blow up like that, which I can understand also. Like, she probably just like, okay, I don't want to do this right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, no, I and that's just, made me, that's just what made me think too. Just reading that and reading those two posts or whatever, I got that sense of, okay, I feel like this is time to step back from tennis right now because I thought I felt that too. I mean, we're really just speculating yeah. here and this could be none of her thoughts, but yeah, maybe it's a little burnout or maybe she's got a lot of other stuff going on on the back end that we don't know of. It's so, all, it's, yeah, it's all coming together. Yeah. yeah. Cause if you're already like in a space where you're feeling like tired or like down and then you gotta do something that you know you're yeah, that you know is an uphill fight, it's like this is too I don't want I need to take something out of my life right now. Yeah. What's the easiest thing I can take out? Oh, not talking. Great. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it's one of those. Yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, for yeah. me and two, I had to realize and I do realize that for me, public speaking has never been an issue. I would dream, right. you know, right. I dream of the days, Titus, for us to blow up and we got to go, yeah. you know, answer to media. I, I would be fine with that. Um, mm. And then just adding on top of, OK, you get paid a lot of money. And then, yeah, this is the one thing like, you know, I mean, no job's perfect. You're going to do things you don't want to do. And that just comes with. Like Uncle Ben said, a great power comes with great responsibility. Yes. <laughs> so yes, you got to yes, do all that yeah. other little crap. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, so salute Naomi. I wish her the best, of course. Yes, and, salute you know, Naomi. Get, yeah. Get stuff together. Take your time. Take as much time as you need. Yeah. It'd be every return. Like, if you need to take a year, take a year. You will be fine. Like, exactly. She is yeah. 23. Like, she can, exactly. she can definitely afford it. She can take a few years off if she wanted to. Yeah. Get your life right now. Do what you think, get the habits to get your life right now the way you don't have to worry about it when you're older and it's more difficult. Yeah. You know what I'm saying that that young right at 20, 20 to 25 range, you need to start building habits for when you're 27 through, you know, that'll take you from 27 to 30. You know what I'm saying? Like get yeah. to 30 and everything. So you gotta start building habits now. So do what you gotta do, Naomi. If you like to come on this show and talk it out, please do it. I will let, I would love to talk to you. I think you're awesome, personally. Same. So yeah. Well, so yeah, that covers that. That was a very good. That was a very good conversation. Yeah, I'm glad we agreed on that. that. I didn't. I did not think we were going to agree on that one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> All right. Well, to the dirtier news, Marcelo Zuna. Yeah. So it's not looking good. Uh, it's looking really bad. It's, so, yeah. It's, so when I saw assault, right, I was hoping, I was thinking, okay, maybe he got into a fight or something. I know he had an incident before. He, that's not his first incident, right? Well, so apparently I did not read into this. I actually meant to do that earlier today. Um, from oh. what I know of is that his wife was arrested, I believe, last year or in 2019 due to a okay. domestic dispute okay. between the two of them. So they should have so they should have broken up is what you're telling me. Probably. Toxic relationship. Yeah. Yeah, once people start going to jail, it's time for the relationship to wrap up. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Like once, <laughs> once the jail starts getting involved between two people in in a in a relationship, and yeah. it's like you know, not just like oh y'all got a loud argument and the cops came by the crib to talk about it. Yo, they took one of y'all to jail, dog. Nah, it's, yeah. we gotta wrap this thing up. We we we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good for anybody. Um, but yeah, so I saw that and I saw assault, and I'm like, oh, maybe he just beat up a dude at a bar or something. Because, you know, these fans have been out of pocket lately. So <laughs> I'm just assuming that a fan, that he gave a fan the business. Mm -hmm. And that's all domestic. I'm like, ah, mm, yeah. ah. It wraps that up. But yeah. Um, Ken Rosenthal said that in that flag today, the Braves likely can't void his contract. Yeah. So that's why the Braves are. I mean, if they were to cut him right now, which is kind of like the only thing they can do, they can't avoid it. Right. So they have to pay him that money. So the Braves yeah. came out with a statement pretty much saying, hey, we're against this, what he did. But we the commissioner knows and we're letting the commissioner's office decide. And that's because the Braves actually have to do that because once the MLB makes their decision, that's when the Braves can actually make a decision for their money as well. So. Once the MLB says, okay, yeah, he definitely violated this, blah, 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 that's where they can come in and void their contract legally or some something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me give the full scope, too, so people – yeah. I mean, so let me give the full scope so people fully understand what happened. Apparently, um, 
he was in there with Sandy Springs, rich, rich, rich living. Mm-hmm. Um, and now one calls him from an assault in progress into his residence. And they saw him grab, so whoever called 911 saw him grab Genesis, his wife, by the neck, throw her against the wall. And the release also says he struck her with a cast that was protecting his two broken fingers. So just so people understand what happened in this situation. That, from my, that was the witness who called or that was actually the police? Because I believe the police actually witnessed that. Uh, it says, oh, it says officer responding. Yeah, I'm sorry, officer responding and saw that. He did that when the officers were. Yeah. So they got the call in the middle of the whole dispute. And when they showed up, the door was already open. And when the officer walked in, that's what he. That's so he what was he wilding witnessed. for a minute. He was yeah. wilding for a minute. Yeah. And so, like, say if his wife didn't even want to press charges, that doesn't even matter. It's over with. Yeah. yeah. The city yeah. can now they press witnessed. charges because they yeah. witnessed it. Right. Right. Which is good because one of these things is women often don't press charges in these situations, you know. Mm-hmm. That just gets buried. So that I am kind of thankful that an officer saw it. That way this can't get buried. And he has to face something for this. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I'm saying? So I'm glad about that. But yeah, um, you are the Braves fan, so I'll let you kind of take the lead on this. I just want to give you my perspective when I when I saw the news, what I was hoping it well, I thought he beat up I was hoping it was like a fan situation. Cause I just yeah. saw assault. I didn't see domestic. I just saw I, my first thing said assault that had to open it and I saw domestic. Like, ah, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so what, what were your feelings as a as a Braves fan on this? Uh, I mean, when I got that notification and I read it, I just thought to myself, this is why we can't have nice things. And then I also thought of me arguing with those dudes at Chick-fil-A saying, hey, we got to sign Ozuna over Donaldson. And then that's when I text you. And then right after I texted yeah. you, I remembered, oh, wait, he just resigned the contract. So that's irrelevant anyways. Uh, yeah, I hope we can get our money back. Um, look, I hope... Look, Marcelo Zuna, they can reconcile this. I do not see this dude getting back into the league. It may happen. If he if it does, I just hope everything goes for the better. But his future with the Braves, I believe, is over. It sucks because he's a really good player and I like Ozuna yeah. a lot. But um, yeah, I mean, really, I'm besides hoping everything's okay between Ozuna and his wife um, and that he gets better gets what he needs. Um, right. Yeah. I just hope we get our money back too. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Truthfully, like this is one of the situations where there's no, there seems to be no good, like straight up answer for how to solve the mismanities. I heard, I heard many comments of say she's not zero tolerance on these things. Mm-hmm. In terms of like you should be you should lose your job forever. She's not fully zero tolerance because yeah. she didn't said doesn't really resolve anything necessarily. No, it, and it like doesn't. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. But also, you do kind of have to lose your job. Yeah, you do. You yeah. for at least for a little bit, you gotta lose your job. Like if you get arrested, like this is one of those things where if you get arrested on the job, like well, if you get arrested and your job finds out about what you got arrested for, they can kind of get rid of you. Yeah. It's one of those things, right? They can be like, ah, you might have to go. You <laughs> we wish you the best, you might have to go. So I think it's one of those things where like the Braves do kind of have to eat that thing. Hopefully, maybe, I think they need to make it to where if this goes out, it might be a long legal battle, but if this goes out, I think for me, they should do something where the Braves initially have to pay them right now till they get everything resolved. And then when it gets resolved, they can make a decision to avoid the contract and not the money. I think that, sh- that would be key because the punishment can't be you be up your wife. You are not playing for this team, but we have to, we're going to reward you with this money that we owe you anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That can't be the, that can't be how this goes. Yeah, now. It, can't, it be. can't be. We got to figure something out there. Cause it, yeah. So, but yeah, I hope Ozuna, I hope his wife is okay. First and mm-hmm. foremost. And I hope he not only 
takes whatever punishment comes from this, but he also becomes a better person because of this. Yeah, that's what I that's what I truly hope because that's yeah that's 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 kind of you smell it with cast, bro. Yeah. It wasn't a full on cast. It was just a finger yeah, cast. But, yeah, but yeah, but he, I mean, it's still. Yeah, he, he specified what part. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. If he's met with the cast, he knew exactly what he was doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I wish I had the best. And that's just, that's there's no place for that. So yeah. yeah. Get him out of Atlanta. I'm sorry. You got to go. You got to go. It was nice to see you the one time I went to a Braves game, but you got to go, bro. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye to you. But yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so long farewell. All right, you're ready to get into the NBA? I am ready to get into the NBA, Levi. Who do you want to start, start with? The sweep. Uh let's start let's start with your Hawks. Go ahead. Let's, oh no, let's laugh. Let's, let's laugh at the heat. Let's laugh at the heat first. All right. <laughs> Levi. Jimmy Butler <laughs> Jimmy Butler said in April, just get me there. Mm-hmm. I'll take care of the rest. Mm-hmm. So what he said, the rest came. Jimmy Butler had one of his worst performances in his career. Yep. Jimmy Butler turned Jimmy Butler turned the game from from pro to uh, Hall of Fame. Oh, man, just couldn't yeah, shoot. He did. I was shooting bad. This didn't work no more. <laughs> it was gone. His unpluckable didn't count. <laughs> he had he had difficult shots on Hall of Fame. It like it was on like it was on bronze. He was getting bad shot selection. Yeah. I mean, was struggling. Uh. Yo, shout out to the Bucks. Was on the NBA show. We said they asked for the smoke, and this was a very, very vital series for them to get through. Yeah. Um, they got through that game one, which that game one looked like the old Bucks were there, right? Mm-hmm. Giannis was missing free throws. Giannis was asked for free throws, then missing the free throws at the end of the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He that was a real yeah. He was holding on to the ball, did the free throws, then missed them both, and the game ended up in overtime. And it's like, oh my god, the Bucks are gonna do this again. You know what I'm saying? But then they came out. They're like, okay, we got through that. It seemed like. Did you feel like that unlocked them a little bit? Like they got they got the tightness out the chest. Yeah, they were like, okay, we good. Yeah, so it's like it feels like one thing they knew they were the better team, and they're like they got through game one mentally and like, okay, let's get them out of here then. And that was a yeah. rap, a rap, rap. Well, I got a hot take. Talk to me. The 2019-2020 bubble heat. That was a fluke. Hey. It was a fluke. It was a flash <laughs> in the pan. And even though we barely even mentioned the heat during our whole bubble coverage and they just kind of came out of nowhere. I made the argument sort of for a team like them to be very successful in the bubble. And it just all made sense. Very young team going back to this college AAU style dorm room, uh, you know, tournament uh, type of play. The, the shooting, I mean, the shooting was a lot better in the bubble because of the uh, depth of vision or the sight lines. Right. So I think all of it lined up to where it was perfect for the Heat. And two, I think the Bucks were one of those teams like the Clippers. They didn't even want to be there in the first place. So, yeah, I think the Heat. Yeah, really the Bucks just, were in the middle when the city with a lot going on at the time, too, if yeah, you remember. Yeah. yeah. So I think um, the Heat really just fluked their way into the finals last year. And we really just saw the real results of what those two teams are. So now the Bucks, they definitely are going to have to make some moves over the offseason. And I'm interested to see what's going to happen. But, yeah, suck a butt, Heat. <laughs> I want to be known that I think you are not – well, no, you've hated Heat for a while. I like the Heat. I was a Heat guy until about last season when this – when it just became ridiculous. Too much was being done. And 
there was a lot of issues between the Heat and us at uh, BSI, and I didn't like what was going on. A lot of it was led by my one Mike Ryan of the Dan Lebatar show, which then made me have to stop rooting for the Heat. And then it got escalated when people were up for trades, like people in the trade news, like Bradley Beal and and um, James Harden. And Heat fans will tell you, no, we can't add James Harden. We can't trade Tyler Hero for James Harden. What could Tyler Hero become? Look with him. Look at him. He could become an MVP type player. He could do this and that. And I think Tyler Hero can be a very good player. MVP is a stretch, a, a large stretch, a very big stretch. And they were adamant about this. There is a poll, Levi. I sent you the poll. I sent you the, when I was sending you pictures. Let me let me go back. I want to. I want to get this right. I want to get this right. Because I just started sending stuff. <laughs> After this happened, after these incidents with the Heat fans, because man, it was funny. It was some funny times taking place over this weekend with that franchise boy. I sent it to, I sent it right, here we go. In 20, 2020, 12, 10, 2020, when the James Harden stuff was coming up, Heat Nation, very big Heat uh, Twitter account, tweeted out, Would you give up Tyler Hero if it meant getting James Harden? 56% of the people said yes, 44% said no. My favorite part about this, Heat Nation might be the only rational person. Heat Nation, like, come on, y'all. <laughs> like, this is what Heat Nation replied under it. Like, this is what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we're doing. We're, we're afraid of giving up Tyler Hero. So, yeah, the Heat, Heat fans learned a valuable lesson this offseason. And it's even funnier because you remember their initial plan was like, oh, yeah, we can, we got all the space in 2021 to go get Giannis. Giannis, yeah. Giannis signed his five year deal and he swept you the next season. So, now they're hoping they can get Kawhi. Yeah. And you know what's the funniest thing about this is for Heat fans? That's about getting Kawhi. Kawhi is the least Heat culture person in the league. He takes rest days. He don't live in the city he plays in. He helicoptering mm-hmm. into practice. Like, y'all want Kawhi? Mm-hmm. I thought you were all about Heat culture. Harden and Heat culture. Harden is like strippers, okay? He's like strippers and to go play point guard and shoot. All right, that's what Harden likes. That's okay. Kawhi is not going to Kawhi is going to show up late when he feels like it on the helicopter from San Diego. He flies from San Diego to, to LA, bro. Like, what are we doing? Y'all really want that? That's that's your heat culture. Y'all want Kawhi? Okay, okay, guys. So the Heat are destined for a about five year run of being mediocre. Mm. I'm with that. Salute to them for that. Them for that. Yeah. yeah. Because you wanted to keep Tyler here over James Harden. Yeah. Salute to that. And you got to pay Nuncle Robinson this season. And they might have to pay Jimmy Butler an extension this offseason, by the way. Mm. They might be in, in play this offseason. Yeah, they stuck. <laughs> yeah, it's it's down. It ain't up, it's down and it's stuck. It ain't even up and stuck. It's down and it's stuck. Yeah. <laughs> but it I think they'll get out of it fine because they've been they've done very well. I will say that that franchise has done very well recovering from things that have crippled other franchises like losing LeBron James. You know they've recovered very well. They bounced back. Um, it didn't take as long. They've they've put decent teams together, and they always have decent teams. But are they going to have another like run of um, like you know the finals run? Maybe in a few years. Maybe they'll get their accident. But yeah, I think the bubble team. It was had it was partial. It was part. It was fluky because of the shooting that they had. Right, like a young player is not playing that well in a normal playoff environment. It just doesn't seem well. I can't say that now because look at the young dudes right now. Yeah, John Moran is cooking. Mm-hmm. He's ready. John, we'll get in that. Later. John is ready, dog. Mm-hmm. He is ready for it. Stop trying to dunk on Rudy Gobert, though. It's not going to end well. I need you to no, stop doing that. Not. But <laughs> I, I, I appreciate the attempts. But um, he's ready. But yeah, the young dudes are kind of balling. DeAndre Aiden's been cooking all playoffs, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe it wasn't as fluke. It just felt fluke because we have, we don't see young guys shoot like that in these situations. It was we fluke. just don't. <laughs> it was a fluke. 
was it a fluke or was it styles? Was it a style make fight kind of thing? Right? They didn't run the good matchups when you think about it. It was a mix, yeah. I mean, I'd say it's a they got the pace because they got everything lined up correctly for them. Oh, yeah. I think they've been the real. most out of everything within that bubble. I think oh, yeah, it was a team that enjoyed yeah. the bubble the most out of all of them. Oh, yeah. They had the coffee sale. You know, they yes. like the, the Jimmy Butler was making stacks, bro. Yeah, he was. He was. So, yeah, I think it's a little bit of that. I mean, they had the Pacers around one, then they got the Bucks around two, then they got the Celtics in the third round. And Celtics just had that seven game series with the Raptors before mm-hmm. that. Like, they were kind of, you know, and you know, we know what Celtics are. You know, all logos matter. Logo lives matter. <laughs> Leprechaun lives matter. Shout out to Boston. Um, but yeah, man. Heat goodbye. So long. Farewell to you, my friend. Goodbye for now until we meet again. So this is the funny thing about them. How you go from the finals to the first team eliminated? The first team eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> It's perfect. I mean, it all ended. It's perfect. great. It's really great. Just get me there. I handle the rest. So <laughs> he said. So he said. So he said, Levi. But yeah. Um. Yeah. So salute to the Heat. Yeah, salute. So. Uh, and that's a division rival too. You yeah. know, division rivals yeah. don't really exist. Yeah. So speaking, of- they exist in two K though. I be hating these teams in two K. You good? Yeah, did you hear that? I did. <laughs> Fireworks. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, speaking of that division rival, the Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Levi? Yeah. Have you seen Julius Randle? No, I haven't. Uh, me, uh, have you, did you ever seen the movie? You never saw the movie Us, did you? No. So, in the movie Us, it was basically, like... Everyone had a tethered, had a different version of themselves, like an alternate version. Mm-hmm. But the alternate version was all underground and all crazy and kind of evil. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Julius Randle's tethered, which is the alternate version, has taken over his body, and we need to go find the real Julius Randle. Ooh, this man averaged thirty-seven points on the Hawks this season. I said it on the show: thirty-seven points in three games. And my man's at what fifteen? Maybe is that a stretch? Mm-hmm. Fifteen might be a stretch. Something like that, yeah. The the. What is remaining of Derrick Rose's needs been carrying the 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 Knicks and it's the only offense they have. Yeah. Um. I knew the Knicks' offense would be a struggle. I for sure knew that. I didn't expect Randall to be part of the struggle. I thought Randall would be kind of trying to keep him in games. He's keeping them out of games by being on the court. Yeah. It's it's so bad. It's yeah. It is. So bad. But what I also remember, Levi. As fun as they are, as stylistic as they are, this is an Atlanta franchise. A three-one lead does not seem safe. Uh, I'm gonna say you're right. You're right that it doesn't seem safe, but I want to tell you it is safe, <laughs> Titus. It is safe this yeah. time. Um, all so, points, all signs are pointing to it being safe, but I have to add in the once I add in the Atlanta factor, I'm like ah. Yeah, I know. Ah, I know. I want to believe. Definitely can't. Uh, you feel me? Definitely got to wait till the fat lady sings when it comes to Atlanta yeah. sports. Yeah. But Julius Randle, I did not expect this man to come into the series and continue averaging 37 points against us. And I made that case in our whole uh, first round preview when I said that um, he dominated the first two games out of the three in the series. 
And that was due to, hey, we weren't even our team yet. That was the old head coach. That was before the All-Star break. And then in the third game of the season, we almost beat them, but Trey Young got injured late. The defense, I think we just finally found ourselves. John Collins has stepped up majorly and has done a great job guarding Julius Randle. Now, Julius Randle, too, seems like he can't throw, you know, fish into the sea right now. So, nah, nah, he definitely hit the side. He definitely hit a rock. Exactly. So, uh, if he was a bear right now trying to catch salmon, he'd be mad hungry. Yeah. And even if Julius Randle was going off right now, it may be a little bit of a tighter series, but. Atlanta's offense and Trey Young has been so surprisingly good. Now, the offense hasn't – that's not surprising to me. Trey Young playing at this high of a level so consistently in all these games has really surprised me. So, yeah, big shout-out. Big shout-out to the boss. We just have too much firepower. Too much firepower. That's really what's taking place, right? It's like there's – it's just – it's a lot of offense versus versus 2011 offense. Yeah, and Derrick Rose and Tosh. That's really that's really what's going down. Yeah, um, that, that's really what's what's been happening, and it's very, it's it's very it's not shocking shocking because like it's a little surprising to me because I felt like the defense of the Knicks would be a little better, and I felt like Tom Thibodeau being a quote unquote defensive mastermind having a week to plan for Trey Young would have a better plan for Trey Young. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't seem to he doesn't have, have the. He doesn't. They don't have the depth. That's the thing. That's the problem they're running into too. Is that yeah. Atlanta? Yeah, like that. we're playing nine to ten guys every game, right? And Tibbs right. has seven. He's rotating. Alfred Payton and hasn't seen the four yet. If he well, he missed Alfred Payton, right? They missed him in the series. Yeah, they, they, they had to stop that experiment. Yeah. Um, uh, shout out to Thibodeau for putting Frank Nilkeen in the game. Be like, hey, go guard Trey Young for five seconds at yeah. the end of the game. <laughs> I know you have. I know you haven't stretched. You haven't seen the court today, but here you go. Go handle that, bro. Yeah. Like just go handle that real quick, and then you can handle it. What's wrong? Why yeah. can you? Why can you? You know what I'm saying? Um. But yeah, I think that. And if Tom Thibodeau had the depth, would he use it? Would he actually have used it? Realistic. Well, he wouldn't. I know. I mean, he wouldn't have a choice now. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But yeah. So I think he definitely it. would, but he just doesn't have it. Yes. But Nathan Mellon looks like he's about to win a playoff series for the first time, and I don't know how long. What I tell you, 2021, you're the vengeance. We got the Bucks getting the sweep. <laughs> we got Nate McMillan about to advance. Oh, and yeah. who, who else is about to advance? There's somebody else in that third episode of vengeance, but, yeah, it will happen. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so uh, the Garden will be rocking, I'm sure. Um, I hope Julius Randle has a good game because – He's seen the the fun part of Knicks fans where it's all it's all nice and polite, mm-hmm. you know, because he was good this year. I don't think he understands what they would do to that man if he goes out this series like this. I don't the know. The turn man, they, will be drastic. They they that anger. Can we talk about how pathetic swift. it was? Like that they threw. They I loved it. Street on the party. I thought it was great. <laughs> and Stephen A's out there amongst all of them yelling. <laughs> I thought it was. I loved it. See, it, it is okay. great. It is. I do I like it. I, I think it's time to build my master. My master plan with this. All right, this is gonna have a lot of fun this year. It's gonna go great. And then, like all Thibodeau things, it's gonna go poorly next year. And then we're right back in the cellar. Mm-hmm. If I thought there was any chances of the Knicks actually being good in the future, I would hate this because I like. The, I know it's better when they're good, but I like it more when they're miserable and it's funnier. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that I know that the darkness is coming upon them in the future. I find I find this to be adorable this year. Uh, the outside winning game champ. We won Brooklyn. It yeah. was great. Um, shout out to Reggie Bullock for saying 
we'll see you in the A. We with the ish, and he's been he was terrible in the A. Yeah. Shout out to that. <laughs> Reggie Bullock's the Carolina Bull. I like him, but that don't don't say we with the ish and then be bad. Yeah. Next two games. You are literally the only piece of offense that they have next to Derrick Rose right now. You know what I'm saying? They wasted yeah. the Alec Burke game. That's that's what they went wrong. They wasted the Alec Burke game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They had the Alec Burke game. That sounds nasty. The Alec Burke game. <laughs> the Alec Burke game. It sounds gross. Like, why did why was it the Alan Burke game taking place? Why was that a thing? What did the Dodgers say um, you have? Oh, I got the Alec Burke. Oh, right. No. Right. Like, this is now, it's so gross to say. Yeah, we, we wasted the Alec Burke game. Like, not any other big name. Alec Burke is who they wasted. Yeah. You know? And this is why it's so hard to win without stars in the NBA. Like you just need that you need that level of player, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. RJ Barrett's been pretty good though. I've enjoyed watching RJ Barrett play. Yeah, yes. I think I think it's good for him getting that experience. Now, one thing this playoff has reminded me, Levi, made me realize with all these young guys getting burned this year, we gotta do something to get the Pelicans in the playoffs, bro. We need Zion in these moments. These moments. Zion gotta get his moments in. Everybody getting moments around him. I need I need Zion to get a playoff moment. This is disgusting. What's going on in New Orleans? Relegate the Pelicans. <laughs> That way we can get a fake playoff game where they got to get their status back. Yeah. Relegate the Pelicans. The, put them in yes. the NIT. Yes. Put the Pelicans in the NIT. I just want Pelicans playoffs. Yes. They got to play to get back up. I need playoff Zion. <laughs> Zion. So, yeah. Relegate the Pelicans so they decide to get it right. Um, yeah. So, that that that's good. The Hawks are looking very good in this series. Will we see Spike Lee tears on – they play against on Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday night. Yeah. It's travel day. Will we see Spike Lee tears? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Right. Oh my God. We have another fan thing, Levi. Oh, our fourth? A fan. This is, this is actually like the sixth. If you count what happened in Utah, they got swept under the rug because it wasn't on camera. What happened in yeah. Utah? Utah being racist. Oh, really? At, at John Morant and Dylan Brooks' families. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Now I will say T Morant is John Morant's dad said so he don't he don't mind going back and forth with the fans, but someone got out of pocket. And the ones who got out of pocket, the fans around them who was cool who that's what was telling them to stop. Mm-hmm. So he did salute that. But yeah, they were they were out there wilding. They somebody called uh his mama the B word and some other stuff. Yeah, they was they was wilding. And mm-hmm. you know, Utah had sprinkler racism with everything. Yeah. Allegedly, I think I heard I think I saw that. Dylan Brooks's parent, Dylan Brooks' got parents are got referred. To, he got referred to as half breed from the crowd. So, oh wow! Yeah, they was Utah was Utah boy. Yeah, Utah, <laughs> Utah was on that Utah behavior for sure. Um, so yeah, a fan ran onto the court tonight in the Wizards game. Our fan attempted to run onto the court in the middle of the game. By the way, oh, they got tackled by security. <laughs> That's good. It's about time security start, you know, doing what they're supposed to be doing. Was that a bet? This video, this video's not playing. Say what? Was that a prop bet that somebody would run out onto the floor and so he bet on himself? It's it's how it's entirely possible. And it runs on court. I want to find the video of this because I'm just I'm so oh it's a compilation. Oh here we go. No. Okay here we go. Let's see what let's see what we got here. I put it on my phone. Oh they got laid out. Yeah, they got speared. <laughs> Spirit and tackle. See, I don't see. I don't get why. I get why it's a big storyline. I don't get why everybody is so 
in awe of like fans acting crazy because we've been saying it for the past year that not just fans, we're talking about our society in general. Once things open back up, we've been saying it. Everybody's going to go nuts. They're not going to know what to do with themselves. So people are out here are getting absolutely hammered, I bet, at these games and are freaking acting like fools. And so it really doesn't surprise me like all these events that have taken place. So you said I'm, not saying that's an, I'm not saying that's an excuse. I'm just saying it's a perfect correlation. I we don't need that. we don't need fans which sell me. No, that's what you're saying. <laughs> no, we don't. So we don't need them. We don't need them here. That's I understand. Yeah, fully. I agree. I agree. We don't need them. We don't need them. All right. Are yeah, the other players day. willing to take the pay cuts with no fans? <laughs> fans don't matter that much. TV deals was important. The, the oh, TV yeah. rights are, are the main thing. That's that's where the real money comes. Fans mm-hmm. just been given this extra sense of importance and entitlement that they're like what drives this when they're really not. This corporation drives this. They'll be fine without y'all. LeBron um, told me he wouldn't play unless there's fans. Yeah, and then they said, look, bro, you trying to get us his money? He's like, oh, word, I got y'all. Yeah. Let's do it. And they went out there. Like they've let y'all, they've let fans think they are like the biggest, the most important thing anywhere. They can, they pay, you pay for your, like, there's really people out there, but I pay for my ticket. I can say what I want. No, you cannot. No, no you, can't. you can't. But they've been allowed to think that. But it all goes back to 2004, Levi. All of that 2004. When the Malice at the Palace went down and Ron mm-hmm. Artist punched the wrong person in the face, because I, I still maintain he was just five going to the sands. He was wrong punching the wrong person. Because the, I don't know this, but you know, back in the day, I heard this the other day. Going to the Sands will get you a 10-game suspension. Vernon Maxwell had to go in the Sands. Vernon Maxwell had to go in the Sands and beat up a dude one time because the dude talked about his um his stillborn child. Oh. So Vernon Maxwell had to go in there and put hands on him. He yeah. only missed 10 games, Levi. Just 10 games. Just gotta sit down for a little bit. Yeah. You know, that's what that's what the good old days had. I think well, you know I think what? we need to go back to that. I'm I'm yes. I'm all for letting the players go put their hands on fans. Fans need to catch hands because they don't know how to act right now. They need yeah. to be, if they had, they were fearful of catching hands, they wouldn't behave like this. No, they I wouldn't. I saw a video. You ever see? I saw a video the other day because I, I put on rabbit hole fans and athletes compilations. I thought it was just gonna be on the court stuff, but damn, literally, I almost put hands on somebody in, outside a game one time, like outside. No, I didn't know that. It was like they were outside, like in the line, or whatever. I guess they were taking pictures before the game, probably had tickets or whatever. And somebody said something crazy. I don't know what dude said because I can't hear it. But they're like, who said that? Who, who, who's talking? Dane put his food and jacket down. That's how I really got. He had put the, when the food, it wasn't like who's. Oh, I'm curious about who said that. he put everything down and went to, and went over there. And security was like, "Don't worry about it. I got him. He right here." Mm-hmm. And Dane went over there to him like, "Don't don't say nothing like that again." <laughs> and dude was trying to record and apologize. Like, put your phone down. And dude put his phone down. No, you know I don't know what happened from there. But yeah, a good put your phone down threat. I bet they do all that crazy no more. I bet he calmed down. Mm-hmm. You know I'm saying we got fans out here throwing bottles. Fans throwing popcorn. Somebody spit on Trey Young, which yeah. that's that's the ultimate disrespect. It really is. Yeah, it really is. He lucky Trey didn't Trey didn't feel it. He was actually trying to play the game. Yeah, you know, like face to face. That's what he's really lucky he didn't. Have. He lucky he didn't hit Fifty Cent with that spit either. <laughs> it's a big dude. He definitely would have rocked you right there and right there would have rocked you courtside. It'd been oh, over yeah. for you. So like, um, they out of pocket, and I think Adam Silver needs to turn the car around. Turn the car around. Let's start a let's start a little bubble. It ain't got to be a bubble. We can keep the stadiums. Nobody's in there. Family and friends in the, in the arenas. I don't care. Pump in the fake crowd noise. I don't put it back on Zoom. Until they learn how to behave, they don't need to be in these games. Get rid of them. I hate them all. I'm sick of them. Goodbye to you, to every one of you. You're ruining every game. Why are we having a story about one of y'all every game? That's the thing. Why can't y'all just go enjoy basketball? And then you Boston fans, you you Boston guy. 
Your team's sorry and they going home. Why are you even mad? What you mad for? Just be happy you saw a playoff game. Because your team's sorry. You know y'all ain't winning this series anyway. You went up with depth before being mad. What you mad for? He did it for wow. KG, bro. Oh, yeah, I saw KG's clown behavior on on, on Twitter. <laughs> or on whatever social media platform he was on with his, like, one Snapchat message in four. Like, he put, like, four. It was really should have been four messages. He put it in one. <laughs> like, just scattered thoughts. Was, was told, with his peak, I don't really use social media move. And the dude was wearing a KG jersey. The one who threw the water bottle. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. He channeled his uh, Kevin Garnett energy. Can I say? Can I say something to him? Yes, yes. I have a theory uh, behind Kyrie's actions and all what went down after that game. So, yeah, talk to me. So I think Kyrie. This is just me going out there. Okay, I'm not really serious about this, but I am serious about. I think Kyrie likes to do. I think he likes to do a lot of different stuff just to prove points. Or I think I think he likes to say a lot of stuff too. Like I don't know. I think he likes to do some baiting stuff and like to prove points. So I think Kyrie was a little disappointed at the end of the game after he you know just went off on Boston. And he had hurt. He had yet to oh, hear. Oh, he went crazy on them. He had yet to hear a uh, racist remark being thrown at his way, and he said, "Oh, I know what we'll do. It. <laughs> I know what we'll do. It right here." And so at the end, he just gave that little stomp, and that he was like, well, <laughs> "This will get him now." And then, boom, walking off the court, water bottle. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not uh, really serious about that. I just thought good. I understand. <laughs> it'd be I understand. a funny yeah. observation. <laughs> it's possible. Like, I'll get him now. Because <laughs> honestly, I didn't even fully agree with him, like trying to come with the, oh, I was hoping her and her racist stuff, because he didn't say that when he was there. So it's like, you heard it when you know you heard it when you were there. You should have said something then, honestly. Which I want to salute the Boston players now because they've all kind of come out and said they've heard it. Because Danny Ainge tried to come out when Kyrie said that. Danny Ainge tried to come out and say, I've never heard anything racist in Boston in my life. He tried to come out and say that. Yeah, I heard Danny that. Ainge. Yeah. And then all the players on the team were like, oh, nah, they be wilding for yeah. sure. Like all the players came out. James Brown came out and said something. Marky Smart said something. I think um, Morris said something about it. I yeah. guys spoke to it. Made the GM look stupid. Yeah. Stupid face. Um, made him look dumb. So I like that the players are speaking out about it because, like, you know what it is when you're there. Like, we all know what it is. So if the players are actually speaking to it, then that's the only really only people that can talk about it. Because anybody else talks about it, it's like, no, 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 it's just the reputation. We don't deserve it. Yeah. You're like Chada. Well, and I think that's like, the no, best. Your own players, like, I think yeah, that's I the think best Kyrie... way to address the whole situation is for the yeah. players to come out and speak about right. it. And right. that should, right. yeah. Be more effective yeah. in nipping it in the butt. Exactly, exactly. Because the way Kyrie did it, it seemed like a, it seemed like a a, a little bit of a ploy. Yeah, exactly. Also, like, I mean, yeah. I, I yeah. wasn't. And also, really... I didn't expect it to work. Yeah, I didn't expect it to work. I figured that would just make Boston be like, "Are you daring us?" No, that's exactly like, how I took it too. I'm like, dude, you're really like daring them right now. Like, yeah, like, they're not they're not gonna just take that like and be quiet about it. No, they're being dared. You are testing them, testing yeah. their abilities. You know what I'm saying? Now, because, but apparently Boston is bold as Utah. Because I think Utah just don't care about their reputation. Utah here, like, look, we just nah. don't say what we want to say. We yeah. don't care. You know, not all of them. Because it's very weird. Because the owner seems to be a very not Utah person. Oh, yeah. Like, he seems very not Utah. <laughs> he owns the team. It's going to get very weird there at some point. Yeah. He's going to make a decision that upsets the large base of the population. <laughs> it's going to get very interesting. I'm excited for that. Also, Salt Lake City is like, Five percent black. I don't know if you do that, but I saw that over the weekend. Yeah, I knew it was really small. Yeah, because someone was like on Reddit was like, 
every time basketball comes around, you tell they never seen a black person. Somebody's like, so all they see is like 5% black. So they probably haven't. It's like, mm, wow, that is low. <laughs> <laughs> that is low, much lower than I expected, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so what a mess, man. I'm sick of fans. Go back to the, go back to it. Let's build a fake bubble. Keep them out. Deport the fans. I do not condone Titus's message to all the listeners deport, out there. Deport the fans or re, reinstate fan punching. Yeah, I'm with which that the too. Can't, which the NBA can't do because of optics. Screw optics. optics, bro. I agree personally, but the optics. Yeah. Because Oh, yeah, that's my point. The mouse at the palace. Do you know the night of the mouse at the palace? You've probably heard this by now. Yeah, how the energy yeah. was towards blaming the fans. Yeah, the narrative and flipped. They woke up and was like, "Nah, we gotta get the athletes for this." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that's where all this started. Once once they were allowed to do this, everything everything went south, went further south. Yeah, really no, like I, almost beating up about twenty people because of this to this behavior. Yeah, you know I remember that. It's, I remember yeah. the announcers talking about the fans throughout the whole thing, and then the next day on Sports Center, the narrative. No, sound straight called him a punk on air. It was incredible. Really? Was like, like three days ago, it's awesome. Like I was, this is punk, just punks. I was like, oh, this was great. I didn't know it was like this that night. That's incredible. <laughs> and then, and then it switches, and then the energy switched. Yeah, the NBA. What do you think the NBA should actually do? Because people are like, oh, the NBA needs to do more. And it's like, personally, I think what they should do is you shouldn't be banned from that arena. If you do anything crazy, you're banned from all arenas. Yeah, like every one of them. I think that's that's the real step. Well, I don't. It's yeah, like, I mean. <laughs> Everybody's talking about that, like you said, oh, what should the NBA do? In my opinion, the NBA shouldn't do, right now, anything. There's nothing they need to do. I'm okay with that. The only reason why I wouldn't be – I'm okay kind of with like a two-strike thing, like first strike, okay, you're banned from this arena. And then if they show up somewhere, second strike. Because (laughs) there are some cases, and I've seen it more – maybe it more happens at baseball games, but – when there's a whole like commotion and there's a bunch of drunk people involved, I've seen some people get uh, towed away that probably shouldn't have been towed away. It was like, no, it probably should have been that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I would give them that little bit of breathing room. So say somebody got caught up in one strike, but really they weren't the enforcer. They just got caught up in the wrong place. Yeah, they, they got to travel, but I'll give them one more strike. <laughs> okay. See, I think that I think when we know who directly did something, like we see who directly we see. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a it. fan yeah, incident. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the basketball like incidents have all been like we've seen who's done it. Yeah. You gotta go. You're done. You're, I'm you're saying gone. people have been banned from stadiums too, not from just fighting other fans. You know, not direct player. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be. Yeah. Don't be out fighting. Don't be out fighting fans. Yeah, like fans fighting. Dodgers fans be knocking people out. They be sleeping people. They're a crazy bunch. I yeah. never want to go to a Dodgers game. <laughs> they out of pocket. I don't even understand why we so mad. Like you have delicious hot dogs and all this stuff. Like why are you Vince Scully called you games? Why are you why are you so hateful all the time? <laughs> I think like three. I saw like three different videos this year. Dodgers fans laying people out, bro. Oh and really? I don't know. Yeah. They're insane. Yeah. They're yeah. crazy. I don't. I don't get it. Ban Dodgers fans too while we're at it. So ban Dodgers salt. Dodger dogs. Yeah. yeah, ban Dodgers fans. Yeah, whatever's in the Dodgers dog is creating problems. So ban Dodgers fans and ban uh NBA fans. See, football fans, that's be the, they be the safe ones because they up in they stands be a good distance. It's hard to get up there. Yeah. But I remember that I remember dude for the Seahawks tried to go up there that one time. He was gonna get somebody. Mm. He was a big dude for the Seahawks. He was gonna get somebody that day. Yeah. I was scared oh. for him too. I was like, go, go get him. I will throw in another lane. If it gets to the point where it looks like, hey, the NBA has to step in and do something else, they can take the European soccer approach 
And back in the day when a lot of times you couldn't even finish soccer games because fans were either on the field fighting players or in the stands fighting themselves, uh, you take out the alcohol ban alcohol sales. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Inside the arena. But are they going to do that? No. Um, so, but that's one route they could take in the yeah. future if they got to that's that point. Cause that's what that's they had to do in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Europe. See, that's the other thing too. Like, you know, what's worse. My, my fan face would be if we like covered European soccer. Uh, oh yeah. Soccer. Cause you know, they be way out of pocket. Oh yeah. Like they, they be throwing bananas at black people. Yeah. They be different over there yeah. with that. So, um, oh, they don't give a F, bro. No, no, they do not at no. all. They're, they are some, they are actually the worst. Soccer fans are actually the worst. Yeah. Like, it's, truthfully. Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately, soccer they fans are, are the worst. Yeah. yeah. So I don't like soccer fans. Well, I don't dislike soccer. I only know American soccer fans. I just know of European soccer fans. I only know mm-hmm. of soccer fans in America who have a little bit of sense and don't hate everybody. Shout out to Chelsea for the big win. When I was a fake, when I played FIFA, I played with Chelsea. So, Oh. It was like a win for me. Like I was like I won a little bit too because Chelsea won, even though I didn't even know they were in the final. I didn't understand what final it was. I was like, so this you is this the Champions League or the other? Because it's like two Champions League final things. I don't. I didn't understand it. I was no, no, very there's confused. a bunch of them. It's confusing. I thought it was one Champions League, and I'm like, but I thought somebody else was in the Champions League thing. What's happening? I got very lost very easily. Soccer confuses me. Yeah, it confuses um, me. Too. Yeah, I'm going to ATL United game one day though. I'm gonna see what that's. I'm gonna see what the hype is about. I'm gonna see what the hype is about with ATL United, and check out one of those games. Um. So yeah, yeah. Salute to the fans. Fan. Being by both three fans should not be allowed. In, in, no, it's not. <laughs> Glad we agree. No. <laughs> <laughs> Next game. <laughs> All right. Um. Do we want to talk? Yes. Do we want to talk? Uh. Are we going to save Clippers Mass for last? Or are we going to... You want to just get into it? Yeah, we can do it. We can do it. Um, So, oh, wow. It's a one-point game. Oh, it's tied up. Yeah. 76ers were down 12. They tied the game up. Um, Levi, the Clippers, after going down 0-2 and being the laughing stock of the internet and all of us projecting on where Kawhi is going to go and what Paul George does from here. Mm-hmm. And... Clippers fans on their subreddit saying fire Salu. I saw it. Don't think I didn't see it, Clippers fans. I saw it in your post game threads. Cause I'm a one thing about me, Levi, I'm going to the post game thread after a game to see the salt. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. So far, the least salty fan base I've found has been the Memphis Grizzlies. They seem yeah. to have not, they seem to have the least amount of salt, and I respect them for that. I think, I think it's the Mike Conley the least, thing. Uh, well, I was gonna say probably the least expectations too. Yeah, yeah. It, low expectations and, you know, Mike Conley's, you know, they love Mike Conley, so seeing him do good. Although yeah. I did see one funny comment like, if Mike Conley shot this when he was here, we'd have a championship. I mean... No. no. <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't, but I understand the sentiment. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing worse <laughs> than seeing your old player do something he didn't do for you. Like, what, where'd this come from? Yep. <laughs> did you learn this? That's, what, that's the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> Feels like betrayal. So, yeah, Right. So after the Clippers went down 0-2, Tyloo decided to make some adjustments. Um, after Luka Doncic shot his back out, beating them so bad, created a neck strain from cooking them so bad. Um, the Clippers also figured out, and Paul George actually spoke to this after game three, he's like, they don't really have a rim protector. I'm like, oh, no freaking you figured way. that out, did no. you? Did you did you did you did you learn that? Mm-hmm. Did you boy? Did you did you boy? I, I went I went Irish for a second. Did you did you <laughs> learn that? You know, Irish. <laughs> um, and then they seem to you know learn how to go to the basket mm-hmm. whenever they want. And there's nothing the Clippers the Mavericks can do about it. Mm-hmm. And um, 
the yeah, the other thing for the Mavericks is that's happening in the series that the three point shooting has come down back down to earth. Yeah. Cause they was out of pocket. Fifty one percent, forty seven percent. Then hit fifty again in game three, even though they lost thing, they still hit fifty in that game. Mm-hmm. And then last night was I think it was seventeen. I'm not sure. I it was seventeen. Yeah. yeah. So the Mavericks took the most shot the most threes this year. But they only shot them at they only made thirty six percent of them. They shot them at a low percentage, like thirty six percent was their, what they shot at this season. Mm-hmm. So their shooting was out of pocket this whole series. Anyway, it's like this has to come back down at some point, and it finally did. And now they're in a position where I, I mean, if Luca's hurt and he has generated so much offense, I think this series ends in six. I think the Clippers going to, I think the Clippers going to take this. Yeah, I think the series is over, yeah. Yeah. mainly because yeah. Luca's injury. Right, like Luke, Luca's hurt, and there's they had no answer for him. But once you can limit Luca, I want Luca's limited at all. It gets harder on the role players. It's a lot harder on the role players. Mm-hmm. And Luca can't shoot free throws for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. It's the weirdest thing in the world. He made none yesterday. He was over five. Oh. <laughs> Don't see bad shooting. He was over five from the foul line. Like if he's limited, if that team just doesn't have it, it doesn't have it. As good as Tim Hardaway Jr. has been, as good as KP can be in spots as good as Dorian Finney-Smith can be, like, they don't have enough. And I think the Clippers, like, the Clippers adjustments, the Clippers made adjustments. You know, they put, they got Rondo a lot more minutes, let him play. Yeah. Um, shout out to Luke Kennard for having the best seat in the house. <laughs> that's, the, that's the dream right there, boy. 64 million, they're paying you to sit courtside? <laughs> that's fire. That's lit. You getting to watch Luca cook? <laughs> he hasn't played with all the, se- the series? No. He ain't got <laughs> a minute. Not one minute. Mm. Not a single one. And I was wondering, like, he can't be that bad. But the point um, they were making on the ringer, Big Waz and um, Sirit, so you were making, it's like, well, being the Big Waz, he was like, problem is Luke Kennard is too slow-footed to play in the series defensively. Like, he might give you some buckets, but he's way, he, defensively, he's just way too much of a liability. And already not doing great defensively. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Six four mil to be on the base of the playoffs is nasty, though. That is a gross number. That's that's somebody getting fired. When Scott Barmer look at them numbers in the office, Somebody, somebody's yeah. getting and sent to the gulag for sure. We are not playing that. Hey, speaking of uh, Luke Kennard, yes. shout out. Uh, even though we haven't talked about the series yet, uh, shout out to his uh, Duke teammate Grayson Allen actually doing something now in the NBA. This guy, this guy, Grayson Allen. <laughs> I hate it so much, but yeah. I was I wasn't a Grayson Allen fan at Duke. I was a Luke Kennard yeah. fan at Duke. I think. Only Duke fans like Grayson Allen. And yeah, even then it's so. questionable. Even then now, it's low-key questionable. Now, I was a Grayson <laughs> Allen fan after that freshman game he had, that national championship game. Oh, yeah. Freshman. Before, and then, yeah, the I was Captain like, oh. Trippington. <laughs> Do what? Before yeah, Captain then he became Trippington. Trippington. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, this dude's a bitch. I don't like him. But. <laughs> it's okay you said that. We can bleep stuff out now. Yeah, it's okay yeah. you said that. Yeah, I learned how to bleep stuff. <laughs> It's okay, but yeah, man. I don't, but yeah, um, who are we talking about? Oh, yeah, the Clippers and the Clippers. Yeah, I think I think series in the six, and the way things are shaking out, Levi, the way this conference is looking right now, the Clippers got a shot at making a run. They do, yeah, they do, they do. yeah, because I don't think Utah can guard any wings, not effectively, yeah, I don't know if they can do that. So I think that matchup is very well for them. The but you got to think, I mean, heat. they do have a dude and you got to remember, they got a guy under the basket. They do have that. So if you're going to drive against Rudy Gobert, 
Yeah, but I, I don't think they might not have to drive as much because I don't feel like. Yeah, well, they they can probably be yeah. more successful on the perimeter. Right, right, right. I think they can kind of guard Utah better because Mitchell is the only real like playmaking threat. Not not the only real like Mike Conley is too, but like in terms of like you see the difference between that team when they have Mitchell when they don't in game one. Yeah, like yeah, we all these shots are more difficult. Like they got the guy, they got one guy that can really slash at any point, and I think it makes life a lot harder. I mean, it's gonna be an interesting series, but I think they can get through that series and actually break through their second round. Drought. Man, I think they could. Yeah, Danny Green is angry. He probably did something stupid. <laughs> no offense. I mean, respectfully, it's Carolina, brother. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Danny Green be out here wilding sometimes. I almost bet him on the over, and I should have because I think he did he hit the overnight. Yeah, I think he did. Good for him. His, what was what was it? What was the line at? It's like nine points. Oh, okay. You never know with that. Danny's too volatile. Yeah. Danny's the most volatile stock in the That's world. Why I took him off. Yeah, he's the most volatile stock on earth. I, I never know what to do with him. I've been it's been that way since he was at Carolina. I've never understood him. Yeah. Like ever. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think the Clippers have an outside shot at making a run at this thing. Especially if the other team in LA is 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 injured, which is right AD is not playing game five. Mm. He's out for game. He's ruled out for game five. Um, groin injuries, man, those things are are not you never know like how those are gonna go. And even if you come back, you're probably not right. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a very big deal. I don't think the Lakers get through the series. I think they're done. Yeah, um, I think I believe they're done too. Without yeah. AD, that pretty much just yeah, ends it sure. all right there. And then yeah, so like yeah, I mean, I, I don't if know they had AD, I think they, right I think the series is over. If 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 they had AD, the series is over. Personally. Yeah, um, but I mean, I just watched like yesterday. I watched after I mean, AD didn't play at all in the second half. The second half, right? And LeBron was still non-existent in the third, which I get. I know what he yeah. does, and he's just setting himself up, like saving it in the tank. But I mean, he literally took the entire. <laughs> quarter and a half in the second in the second half yeah like so i was like yeah you can't sustain any right wins and and he's that. not right lebron's not right either that's the thing like lebron's clearly still not right he's not driving as much as he does he's not really doing a lot of explosive goals going to the goal he's doing a lot of just like he's surviving off mental and just doing perimeter stuff but he's not really he's not really the full lebron right now you could tell he's trying to get back into it but he's not there yet yeah so i think man i think that bubble man I think all the basketball's catching up to the guys. It caught up to the Heat. Like, Heat lost a lot of time this year. The Nuggets lost some guys here. Nuggets played, like, a lot of minutes last year. Not only mm-hmm. just – I mean, they lost in five in the conference finals. They've had – they lost a lot of minutes last year because they had two seven-game series with some overtime mixed in, played some really hard basketball. It's catching up, man. I think it's catching up. Like, AD's been injury-prone before. I don't think playing this short schedule helped that at all. Yeah. The short schedule helped that. Um, same with LeBron. LeBron's up there in age. I think it's all catching up to him. And if they if they had AD, you see they were handling something they had AD mostly, right? Like they yeah. they got through those two games. They made Devin Booker look crazy yeah. out there push. What Devin? I want to talk Devin Booker real quick. If you're gonna be the star of the franchise with Devin Booker's supposed to be, you can't be behaving like the role player and just shoving people down because you're mad with 30 seconds left when the game's over. We can't be already getting flaked, getting ejected because we're upset that how the game is going. Like, relax, relax, bro, for real. And then that video reserves him complaining about being double teamed and pick up, and I'm like, oh, it's all mm. bad. I forgot about that. Yeah. Of course, Joe Kim Noah was the one sending the double team. By the way, of course, it was him <laughs> involved in it. it was that guy. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, he's looking bad for the Lakers right now. And this series has also not been very entertaining. Can we talk about that? 
it's been a very like nine thing series. Yeah. It's been either Chris Paul injured or tripping somebody or uh somebody here for the Lakers and then a Jay Crowder sighting because Jay Crowder's always gonna be around doing something extra. My sister Jay Crowder away. He's my X Factor. Yes, yes, yes. Um he was he was X Factor against the Suns for a minute too. Yeah, he was. He was shooting he was shooting ten percent from three, I think, mm-hmm. at one point. <laughs> my man's my man's was not. <laughs> That's the Jay Crowder thing, man. You never know him. It's like good year off year, good year off year. It's yeah. never never been a consistent thing with them. But yeah, um, yeah, I think the Lakers are done if AD's gone, unfortunately. And unfortunately Same. for the league, for the league in their ratings. Get out of here. Because losing next. the Lakers. What's, what's the no next one, game? Nobody cares no about, one cares about the Suns. What's the next game? No one cares about the Suns, Levi. You know <laughs> Nobody that, right? cares about the Lakers. What's the next Levi, game? <laughs> Levi, don't say that. You know the Lakers, you know the Rays with the Lakers in there is gonna be better than what the Suns and a Suns team is. You know that. Okay. Don't yeah, don't say that. okay like that. Okay. I need you to I, Yes, I, sir. Sure you, I know. You're right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna make sure you understand that. Lakers matter. Suns, no one cares about Phoenix. It's Phoenix. The Nuggets are on NBA TV tomorrow night. No one cares about them either. Hmm. They ain't getting no ratings. You can say draw no ratings. And Utah. The Mountain Time Zone is the worst for ranking for ratings, apparently. Mountain Time Zone is the worst rating place in basketball. That's what I've heard. Hmm. Yeah, because they're like in between everyone who doesn't care. It's just, don't get the Yeah, I mean, zone. they got yeah. mountains to climb. They got other stuff. Yeah, exactly. And those mountains are rankings or ratings, and they don't get none. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> so, yeah, next game, um, where are we going? What we got? Who we got left? It looks like Philly. Well, we, got, we both got the Jazz. Look, Philly. Well, Philly's yeah. about to lose. It looks like, but I mean, oh yeah, that's that's Philly. Rough. I mean, they'll go back game. Yeah, five they'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sweeping the rest. Sweeping the Westbrook team is not easy because he's angry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the video of Embiid almost killing Rui Hashimura? No, I didn't. but Rui was like, "I'm not jumping. I'm not. I'm not jumping at this at this right now." Because like Embiid. Got like he got the center in the air and then went, you know, this three steps and dunked. And Rui like did a little, ah, I'm not doing that. You know, I like, <laughs> and Russ yelled at him. Russ was mad at him for that. <laughs> like, Russ, what you want him to do? What, what, what was he supposed to do? Like, Russ just likes to yell, bro. <laughs> but Russ apparently tried to take a charge on Joel Embiid one time. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just me. Russ is crazy. Yeah, yeah apparently, Russ, is. Russ like sacrificed everything. You die for this if you have to. Oh yeah, and that was, was, was that was in, that was in, uh was in OKC. That was a regular season game. Who's out here trying to take a charge with Joel Embiid? <laughs> like, uh, okay, that's a different type of person. But no, Rui did the right thing. Don't don't end up on the highlight, Rui. You did you did what you're supposed to do. You didn't end up in you didn't end up in the stanchion trying to do that. Mm. <laughs> you laid out like a uh, like Kleber was trying to guard Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> you been over there with the homie Kleber. <laughs> you did the right thing, bro. Um, but yeah, so that series is gonna go five and six is gonna get them out of here. Um, the Jazz and Grizzlies think the Grizzlies get another game. Think they're done? No, they're done. I agree. I agree. Um, any other interesting series going on? I'm trying to think if there are any. Oh, Nuggets in Portland is gonna. Northern Portland is gonna go seven, and then okay. So you got Portland? Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I mean, I might say Denver actually. That lack of guard depth matters, but I just feel like with Portland, it, I think I think I think Yoga's gonna get Nurkic in foul trouble a couple more times, and that's gonna be a wrap because Nurkic can actually guard him a little bit. Yeah, and you know they got they got they got low key beef because they kicked Nurkic out for Jokic 
I'm I'm really like in that series, I'm betting on the style of play over anything. And mm-hmm. it's a lot harder to win a best out of seven, in my opinion, when you're playing the style of the Portland Trailblazers. Um, unless you just have like Yusef Nurkic going off like he did in both those wins or one of those wins. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, unless you're involving him more and keeping him as a staple down there. Uh, yeah, I got the Nuggets winning this. Yeah, I think the Nuggets get by just because I feel like they might have a little more chances. And, um, yeah, Jokic wasn't – I mean, the other thing that hurt them, Michael Porter Jr. took three shots in that last game. Yeah, you only which, scored like two points, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's not a thing Michael Porter Jr. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it was his, his young guy moment. We decided yeah. he just didn't think he needed to produce offense. But, like, I don't think that's going to happen again because I feel like they're going to tell him, look, look here, look, look, listen, listen to me. You You have to go shoot. And when he hears that, mm-hmm. he's going to shoot at least 15 times, like quickly. That's, that's all he needs to know. He needs to know yeah. he's supposed to shoot. You know what I'm saying? No, so yeah, we'll this series is going to somehow go seven games, and we'll see what happens in game seven. Well, I, I mean, I got the Nuggets, but if the Trailblazers come out and win this next game and go up three to two, I got the yeah. Trailblazers winning. Uh, Dame five, killer game. Killer Dame five. Uh, killer Dame. Yeah. Clinch, clinching series Dame. Yeah. That's my favorite day. Day when it's clinch, when it's serious clinch time, boy. It's prayer time for the rest of y'all. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> it is prayer time for the rest of y'all when it's time to clinch the series. But yeah, um, Portland probably wins that. It like I said, this year is gonna go seven. I don't know how it's gonna get there, but we all knew all we all felt like it was going seven just because that's just the thing. That's a Denver Portland thing, just go seven games. Um I didn't so have yeah. them going seven games, so oh you didn't? Yeah. Oh, my bad. It's Jamal Murray was them, here. I had them as like my least. Enticing. Oh yeah, but you did. Yeah. You say you don't accident. You were you were. Sick. It was an accident. Yeah. The weather. Yeah. I lost that one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I wish Jamal Murray was here, man. Yeah. The West is really so not interesting to me with Jamal Murray and the Lakers being gone. Because I thought the Nuggets had a chance of making the finals anyway. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me the Nuggets don't because Jamal Murray's injured, and yeah. I don't trust them going forward. So you're telling me I have to watch the Clippers or the Jazz, which I will watch the Jazz. I, I do like Diamond Mitchell, so I will watch, but it's like, I don't want to. But I know the people don't want that. And I'm a man of the people. Like, I am. I'm a man of the people. I know the people don't want that. <laughs> so, I didn't want that for the people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I wanted the people to have what they needed. That's that's really big of you. They're not going to get it. Thank you. Thank you. Now they're not going to, they're probably not going to get it because LA is not here. Yeah, LA. The Lakers are done. The Clippers are actually gonna probably get out this first round, and then we'll see. We'll see what happens next. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I mean, oh, if it is a, if it is the year of vengeance, like you said, Paul George, Joe Ingles, revenge. Ah, uh, yes, and that was my uh, third team of vengeance was the Clippers. Oh, oh, okay. Imagine, imagine needing vengeance on Joe Ingles. By the yeah. way, good God, man. I'm not saying like Joe Ingles is bad, but you're Paul George, dog. Like you were. The face of a team. Yeah. At one point, now you, you got to get revenge on Joe Ingles. Yeah. A legendary role player. That is sick. Disgusting. But all right, I think that's that's every series, I believe. Yeah, I do want to um, just throw in um, the fact that I want to apologize to Trey oh. Young, even though 
I really shouldn't be apologizing because you gave me every reason to, um, you know, say bad things about you. But that's a wild start to apology. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's also, I want to say, not only do I apologize to Trey Young, I also want to apologize to Luca because I did say y'all were basically the same player and I didn't want either of y'all because y'all whine and y'all were taking too many shots and weren't making them. But I forgive y'all. And not only do I forgive y'all, I have fallen in love with y'all over these playoffs because I love that attitude. It's the same attitude that y'all have been carrying, but y'all are finally backing it up now and we're in the playoffs. And I absolutely loved it. It's not channeled at the refs. Do I? Yes. And it's, it's not, not channeled, channeled at the refs. refs. It's channeled at <laughs> the fans. It it's channeled at the other team. And I love it right. all. I love Trey's constant chirping. He's been doing a lot of chirping, a lot of Russell Westbrook, Dame Lillard chirping out there. He and has. I love it because he's backing he it up. And I think one of the my most favorite things I've seen so far in these playoffs was, did you see the double tech between Pat Bev and Luca. I I was listening, but I didn't see it, bro. Luca, I feel like Pat Bev, Pat felt Bev like he didn't had to do, do anything, bro. But Luca, <laughs> Luca said, "You know what? If I'm about to play Pat Bev games with you right now, bro. So if you didn't see the breakdown, Luca is being guarded by Pat Bev. Pat Bev, mm-hmm. I mean, Luca gets by him. Uh, Who cannot guard him? Yeah, inside the uh, yeah. arc. Well, they call a foul. Um, I can't remember who the foul's on. It might have been a reach by Pat Bev, or I think the foul was actually down low in the post. But anyways, they call the foul. Pat Bev is behind Luca. Luca is by the basket, okay? So as they call the whistle, the refs, you know, talking, Luca turns around, takes two hard dribbles. We're not going towards the basket anymore. The play's dead. He's going straight into Pat Bev and just dropped and just dropped the shoulder into Pat Bev. And so, of course, did that draw a reaction from Pat Bev? Of course it did. So by the time the refs turn around, they're tangled up and they both got the double tech. And Pat Bev spent five minutes chirping at the ref saying, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. (laughs) And everybody got in the whole mob, all the uh, Clippers guys ran to his defense and they got in Luca's yeah. face and Luca was just sitting there smiling. Like, he's like, <laughs> I did it. I got y'all right where I want y'all. And I loved every single second of it. I love Yo, it. Yo, Pat Bev, Pat Bev got a reputation tech. Yeah, exactly, bro. Like, Luca did the most <laughs> perfect thing ever, bro. Like, he went, like, Pat Bev really didn't do nothing, bro. Like, but yeah. hey, he yeah. went after the right dude. He got the reputation tech. Like, <laughs> Did you see the thing with like before the game, Luca practicing a trash talk on Bobon, like you said? Oh, really? It did. Yeah, Luca went to Bobon like before the game. They had him where he was, and he like tells Bobon like, "You cannot guard me." He's telling me that. <laughs> tells Bobon that in pregame more, just tells him straight to him like, "You cannot guard me." I'm like he's practicing, he's getting it, he's making sure it's right before the game starts. <laughs> Dude, I love this man. Like I really do love good trash talking, but. I mean, I know I've seemed like I don't because I've been hating on like Russell Westbrook and all these dudes, but, mm-hmm. and I've been hating on Trey and Luca, but that's just because they weren't backing it up in my opinion. But now it's full force. It's dirty. It's gritty. I love it. Oh, yeah, I just with Trey and Luke. Well, Trey got a Trey got his coach fired, and that was I'm like, you too young to begin your coach fired. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> and then Luca was just like, and then with both of them's like, why y'all crossing the ref so much? And Luca's out here leading, leading, like getting Draymond level texts. It's like, why, why yeah. stop? But now it's just fun, right? It's just fun right now. This playoff basketball is just exciting. And you know that was Luca's just, last tech. He could myself. give up that one. He did yeah. have <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But he was smart, man. He played that <laughs> smart. Like that's the. Right, one dude, reset the play- I thought reset in the playoffs. 
I thought, oh, you, you may be right. Yeah, that's right. Because you would have okay, missed time yeah. going into the playoffs. Right. Or yeah, in the yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think that's right. But yeah. But no, Wait, he did no, the right no, thing, no. I don't think that's right because that's how Draymond got suspended. I Didn't thought Draymond had all his texts in the playoffs. It may have. You're I don't right. I mean, Draymond could I don't remember. You might be right, though. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, remember. <laughs> I do want, that was the funniest thing about when people were like, oh, man, like talking about that series where they blew the Warriors, we had 3 1 league. Like, oh, Draymond, man. They shouldn't have spent Draymond. I'm like, nah, Draymond heard that one. I'm sorry. Like, Draymond knew what it was. Draymond knew what it was. Yeah, I mean, it was weak all of that. They let you slide in the conference finals when they really should have spent you then. They yeah. <laughs> really should have got you out of here then and let you slide and you had another incident. I'm sorry. I feel nothing for you, bro. The suspension was appropriate, but at the same time, was. I will forever claim that the Cavs aren't making that comeback if Draymond's there in the fifth game. Uh, probably not, but I also want to say that team went out. That Warriors team went out sad. It really, it's not made enough. It, the thing that gives me that Warriors team that they like when Draymond got suspended, Clay Thompson out his mind. I don't know. This is a man's game, and then y'all didn't win another game after that. That's embarrassing. Yeah, that is a different yeah. level of embarrassment. Cause y'all talk too much, yeah. And then got no, they did. They got too cute. They did. They did. And so someone made a point. They they were probably worn. They could have been worn down from that long, long uh, Thunder series. Cause it took a lot to come back from that, and then warm down. Like that's true. But also, yeah, they went out sad. I don't care. Yeah. Um, and also, oh, yesterday was, was the uh, yesterday was the three year anniversary of J.R. Smith for getting this the score. Bro, do you know how behind I was? Like, how behind are we? That that was a, the finals were in the in the May. And we're here in Maine. We still in the first round. Yeah, that is not. Uh, we, it's a long. It's gonna be a long summer. <laughs> it's gonna be a long summer. Um, I don't even heard this, but Draymond is on NBA TV, NBA, uh, NBA on TNT tonight filling in. Nah. And he said with very with a lot of confidence, the Nets are going to the finals. Like he is not worried about anybody. Mm. Like they asked him, and like he was going to the finals. He was like, in the East, like the Nets. Like who, who's, who's about to beat them? When NBA players talk, I listen. The current NBA players talk, I listen. They, when they give and say, I'm like, hmm, because they know things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Draymond's one of the smartest players we got. So Draymond be so confident in the Nets says a lot. However, Bucks and Six. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting that. It's getting that. Bucks and Six. Hawks and Five. <laughs> over the Knicks? Over the Knicks? Yeah, over the next. Okay, I thought you was. I thought you was coming at BSI. Yeah, you better, you better watch your back, man. We're we're coming for y'all next, feeling. I have my BSI. I have my BSI apparel for the next for the second round show. If y'all get through this round, yeah. my BSI apparel will be will be rocking for the next NBA show. Um, <laughs> second round NBA show. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that it. We done. Yeah, we, we good here. I bet this is a good one. To the good one. It wasn't as free-flowing. We actually had structure today. That was nice. That was nice. Yeah. We had loose structure. A loosely structured podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we are in agreement on, like, everything. You know what I'm saying? Well, n- not the fans. Even thing. the fans. Yeah. Even the fans. Not, not the fans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, somebody's going to think you're on my side with this somehow. They're going to be like, why don't, why don't y'all yeah, like fans? They'll come yeah. and vote this <laughs> The same way Jess got blamed for... Uh, Whittingham calling Phil Mickelson bad. Same with, with just, just Oh yeah. I, she deserved to be grouped into that too. A lot of slander going on. She just did I a good job at deflecting it. She did. She did for sure. But yeah, man. Salute y'all. Thank you for listening.
Oh, 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 oh,